This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use promo code TAX to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Listen, beloved, it's 2016. You need to grow up and get that crunch bar off your neck. Start shaving with Bevel today. And now back to the show. Say hello to the bad guy. Tax season. You know we in here. Do say sippage. Things of that nature. You know? Um, this is the second show of the new year, man. Shout out to everybody. Show me love. First episode of the year. Last week with Uncle Murder, man. It was a lot of stuff I couldn't touch with Uncle Murder, man. Because that nigga's a criminal, man. Y'all don't understand. I, it was a lot of shit. I was like, I can't ask him that. I can't ask him this. I don't want to incriminate nobody in this. So, you know, it was a lot of shit I couldn't ask Uncle Murder. Let me pull his fucking mic up because niggas got me bending my neck down. Pause. And I already got a bad back from all them prison beds. But, um, yeah, you know, we in here, though. You understand? Thank you. Yo, listen, man. Thank you to everybody that been supporting me, truthfully, man. Because I, I really didn't know y'all niggas fuck with me. But thank you. Yo, shout out to everybody in London. Yo, shout out to all them goon-ass niggas in Nebraska. Like, yo, I didn't even know y'all niggas had smartphones out there. And, and the niggas in, um, um, where the fuck these motherfuckers just hit me up from with all them guns on Snapchat? Um, I don't even want to tell on you niggas. The feds might come. But um, shout out to y'all, too. The niggas that have all them choppers. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Shout out to Slim Jesus peoples, too, man. Shout out to Slim Jesus, one of the realest rappers out there. You date what I'm saying? Yo, today we here with um Sister Miko Grimes. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for the hospitality. Miko Grimes is a, um, is a very good person. You know, she's a very... um. A brave person. She speaks her <laughs> mind. You know what I mean? She's yeah. a um she's the wife of a NFL player. That's not why I have her on this show, by the way. You know what I mean? I have her on this show because she's herself. You understand what I'm saying? And um she's somebody I think everybody should meet, you know what I mean? She um she speaks her mind and I feel like she speaks the truth. You date know what I'm saying? How you doing, sister Miko? I'm feeling good now. You got me ready at Kush. We good. Yeah, yeah. We good now. It was definitely some 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 thankful some good Kush, man. Yo, shout out to the white people, man, who sell Kush <laughs> in Lower Manhattan, man. We really appreciate y'all. Y'all always was kind, you know what I mean? Y'all always was in the great forms of chivalry, and we appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> you in here, you look beautiful today. Thank you. I tried to be cute for you today. I didn't want to bring, That's you know, great. Hood Rat Miko today. I was like, you know. Fantastic. I've heard about Hood Rat Miko. Yeah, I didn't want to bring her today. <laughs> Where did you grow up? <laughs> I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, on the north side of St. Louis. And um, when I was four years old, my mother, um, my mom moved to L.A. when I was like four years old. So I was raised in Inglewood for the most part. I lived in Pomona for a little bit. I went to high school in West Covina, but, you know, mostly the greater Los Angeles area for the most part of my life in, in the hood. Oh, all right. In the hood also? <laughs> yeah. All right. Was yeah. you selling crack? No. You look like you was a crip or some shit. Was you a crip? I didn't. I was not a gang member no. at all. I was a tomboy. I was the little girl that ran around your hood that always had cornrows and mm-hmm. big basketball shorts bouncing a basketball. I was that little girl. Oh, all right. All right. I could <laughs> dig it. I could dig it. <laughs> well, you an athlete? Yes. 
What type of athlete? Um, aggressive. I played basketball. I started off with soccer, then I played. I ran track and field, and played base and played volleyball and softball just for fun. But when I went to college, it was just track and field and basketball. What and college then, did you go to? Um, I went to Cal State LA. Yeah. 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 You know, we had a discussion on Twitter earlier about college. I don't know why. I think. It was like people like bragging about their degrees. I don't know what was going yeah. on. I just jumped in this shit. You know what I mean? That's what I do. <laughs> I, I jumped in it too, right though. I start talking my shit. I jumped in that one, too. <laughs> yeah, but did you see what I was saying? Did you get my point? Like, yeah. I was like trying to explain, like, you know, it's cool. Nothing wrong. It's great to have that. Like, I do yeah. congratulate, you know what I mean, people that have their degrees or whatever it might be. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like when people like that over... Like, like it'll be make like, it like it's extra, like it's something. Yeah, because it's like, yo, you can't tell me, like, like that's like you come outside every day, you start trouble, you get beat up, and then you keep telling me how you're a black belt. <laughs> I'm like, yo, my nigga, where? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So you be like, where are you a doctor? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> where are you a nurse at, bitch? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my whole point. It's like, man, don't, don't, the fuck you talking about you got a degree for if you ain't even using your degree. Right. You work at CVS. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> you're not a pharmacist. You're not even a pharmacist assistant, beloved. Yeah. But, you dig what I'm saying? I feel you. I, I was telling my husband that I felt like by the time my son went to college, nobody's going to be going. Like, people are going to be figuring out their own businesses and trying to do their own thing because they're realizing some and of those college educations. Yeah, those college educations, they, they, they cost a lot of money and they don't guarantee you anything. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not trying to steer people away from it, but that's just kind of the gist of it to me. Yeah. It's no guarantee you're going to get any better job than somebody else because everybody's getting jobs based on who they know now. That's a fact. It's all about who you know really yeah. out there. What was this? Oh, yeah. You play ball overseas. Yeah. Where? I played in China, New Zealand, Russia, Turkey, and Spain. So you nice? Uh, I used to be. I still have a jump. You're going to the court right now we after go. this shit. We could go. I don't play ball. You fucking bust my ass. I'll be out here looking stupid. I will. <laughs> I definitely would, and I would hope you would sh shoot me afterwards. <laughs> but possibly, possibly. You can't you get cool that mad. Shit, but you, you can't just can't be beating niggas. You can't get that mad. I don't like to lose. I know you don't. I can tell. So I that's why like I said I don't even want to. I don't even want to play. Matter of fact, no, it's <laughs> off the table. Fuck no, we're not playing. I would never shoot. We're not you, playing. Man. Not Brent Grimes. Like <laughs> you don't do that. Not to the yo. Shout out to Brent, beloved. I listen. I don't watch football. You understand what I'm saying? Like I check it soon. As Super Bowl pop up. If a motherfucker don't make it to Super Bowl, I might not know him. If you don't kill your your, your girl, no shit like that, I might not know you. <laughs> if you're in the NFL, if you don't get caught with no weed, I might not know you. You know what I mean? So I had to read up on Brent and shit. I'm like, well, all right, all right, dude's all right. He's been in the game for a minute. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers don't make it these days. You know right, 10 years in the league and exactly. people don't even know his name. That's what I said. I said, motherfucker, 10 years out here getting hurt. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you was a strong motherfucker. But yeah, you know what I mean? So... But yeah, um, how did you meet Brent? Um, I moved to Atlanta when I retired from playing ball in 2006. And then um, I was hosting football camps for some of the guys on the Falcons team. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to basically play Cupid between us. And so I ended up going to one of them's birthday party to, you know, meet him. They were like, yo, he does not go out. So he's coming out tonight. You have to come. And I was like, what type of football player doesn't go out? And they was like this kind, like, but you got to come like as he, we can't get him out very often. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. So I went to the to the party at the club and 
And he walked up to me and said some slick shit to me. So he, he was like, oh, I heard you think you can hoop. So he's five, nine and three quarters. Loving basketball part two. <laughs> he's, wow. he's only five, nine and three quarters. And mm. I'm five, eight. So I had on some six inch heels. So as soon as I turned around, I just acted like I didn't even see him. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, who said that? Like, I can see something. I can hear it, but I can't. And he was, like, right here. Wow. And he, and, and he took my joke. Like, he, you know, most niggas would be all mad in their feelings because, you know what I'm saying, you called him short or whatever. But he laughed at it. He thought it was funny. And, and that's why I was like, oh, he took my joke. Because I, I, I talk a lot of shit. Yeah. So in order to deal with me, you got to deal with the fact that I might just want to roast your ass for a cool five minutes for no reason. Mm-hmm. That's just the kind of girl I am. So... <laughs> You know, he he got my sense of humor and he wasn't offended. And so we exchanged numbers and we never separated after that. We've been together ever since then. That's fly. Loving basketball, man. (laughs) Part two, man. Wow, (laughs) man. That touched me. Hell no. It ain't really touch me, right? It's I know like, that shit didn't touch you. It's stupid. Nah, but um, have you ever dated any other athletes before? Yeah, I dated um, I dated mostly basketball players, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I'm a hooper, you know what I'm saying? And I run into them and I meet them and I like them. I like men that are successful in whatever it is they do and athletes. Mm-hmm. Whenever I tried to not date athletes, they didn't understand me. They didn't get why I could be at LA Fitness for six hours playing pickup. They're just like, no, the fuck you weren't. I'm like, yes, I was. Like, you mm-hmm. want to check the damn security cameras? Like, so they understood me and, and they didn't care that I didn't wear makeup every day. And, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? I don't have to wear heels every day. Like, my outfits are coordinated with sneakers every single day. I got on a Chanel boot right now just because I'm in New York. <laughs> but <laughs> generally, like, I came here in some forces, mm-hmm. you know? So that's just the kind of girl I am. And a lot of athletic dudes. They get me and I get them. Mm. And it generally works. So, but I didn't really like dating football player. Yeah. I didn't really. So that was the first football player? No, I I didn't. Dated, yes. Mm. But I slept with a football player before. Oh, all right. But dated, yes. And I didn't really think football players were smart. That's why I didn't really fuck with them. Because I just feel like you got to be a dumb motherfucker to like run into somebody for an hour straight. Like, (laughs) why would you do that? I ain't gonna lie, that shit do sound kind of dumb, That's right? That's crazy to me that they play. Like, I love the sport. Like, I'm obsessed with it, but I cannot understand why people play football. It's so dangerous. Mm. It's crazy. But, you know, this is what men do. Women would never, like, I don't even understand don't how. they have women football now? That lingerie or? league. Um, Shout out to my girl. Um, you know women in that shit? Let yeah. me go see who look good in this motherfucker, see if me go look good. <laughs> I don't know any of them personally. Oh, right. I just know one girl personally who's a friend of mine. But I don't I don't even know why they do that. Like it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to run into somebody. But when I you know got to know him and started dating him, like you fall in love with the game. Yeah. And then when you get to the NFL, you realize it's not the game you fell in love with. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Everything is business. Fuck what happens on Sunday. When the men step on the field on Sunday, you see um, them competing and trying to win. But what you don't see behind closed doors is their coaches and GMs subbing somebody out because he's getting ready to, you know, get one of his incentives. Like, let's say he if he gets 10 sacks that season, he gets a million dollar bonus. So it's halfway through the season. He has seven. If there's a third and long, I hope I, this doesn't sound like 
French to you guys. But mm-hmm. if there's a third and long, nine times out of ten, the quarterback's going to throw the ball, which is giving you an opportunity to get a sack. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to hit your numbers. So they'll sub you out on some of those plays just to fuck up, like, so you don't get to so 10. you don't get that bonus. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of fans, they're watching, they're like, why isn't so-and-so in? Why isn't this happening? Why isn't that? Sometimes that's what's really happening. Mm. They're trying to stop business moves while these guys are out there actually playing football and competing and wanting to see who the better team is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of shit that the NFL don't want me telling people. That's why people don't like me. Boom. Mm. Wait there till I we said catch it. you NFL motherfuckers, you heard? <laughs> we can't do nothing Grip to them. Up. We can't. <laughs> I don't want no beef with you, Cracker. None. No beef with you, YT. <laughs> no beef, Blanquito. Nothing. I don't want no, no beef. I was joking. That's just bullshit. Miko started it. It was me. <laughs> they was already you. know I'm the bad guy. It's I'm many the, things. You the bad guy here. I'm the bad guy with the NFL. You the bad guy with the NFL. You like the, you like the KKK walking through the projects. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, I didn't write this question, man. Ask it anyway. Ask it anyway? Yeah. Do you pussy pop on a handstand when you're in... Miami and um, King of Diamond. What? I made that question up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been king, been to King of Diamond twice my whole life. Fuck King of I hate strip clubs. Yo. I ain't gonna even lie. I'll like be in there like, bitch, you stink, man. Get all that perfume the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I be stopping for no reason. That oh shout to all the strippers. God. God bless your souls. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you give your pussy. Um, you give your husband pussy before the game. Yes, I do. That's good. All right. Um, how do you deal with the groupies, like the groupies of the NFL? I know all football players have to have a set of women that's out there trying to distribute their pussy at rampant rates. Well, I let him handle that. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. If there's somebody out there that you're willing to lose me over, then God bless you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and it's not saying that my husband doesn't cheat or hasn't cheated. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't. You don't, I don't know anything. And the fact that I don't know means he's doing a good job of keeping it from me, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I don't really feel like, you know, men that, men that respect you and and love you and all that stuff. If they're doing that kind of stuff, they're going to keep it away from you. Because I, you know, I do, I do honestly feel like monogamy is very difficult just for human beings in general, not just men, women, everybody. It's difficult. And so when you ask somebody to do something that's so difficult, like not fuck another bitch the rest of their life, like that's hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Men are, it's going to happen. And it's what you, it's, it's how they do it. It's how they do it. You know it. what I'm saying? As and, if they move with respect. Yeah, or not. yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's how I deal with it. And when things come to my face, then we deal with it like a married couple should. It's mm-hmm. not to be said on social media. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no turn. I don't even know why couples do that shit. Like, you'll yeah, never know when me and my confused. man mad at each other. Y'all will never fucking know, ever. Motherfuckers be wowing. You be like, yo, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Like, it's like they, they let the, that's the, the you public know. You be take like, over yo, their the, relationship. Yeah, that's another thing. People be having, like, relationships for the public, I yeah. think, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think people be even more strategic now on who they deal with just for the public. Like, Well, yeah, because that's attention. And for some reason, people think you popping if you popping on social media. But you broke as fuck at home. Like, you're mm-hmm. not doing anything. You're just 
social media popping and you're not even smart enough to use it to your advantage to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. Like you're just sitting there with millions of followers making no money. Like sit down, bitch. Nah, it's rough. (laughs) It's two million. It's a bitch right now that owe me mad money with like 200,000 followers. (laughs) That's how it is. Big head ass bitch. But yeah. <laughs> God bless. But yeah, you know what I mean? You be killing me with the God bless. Cause yeah, it's cause like, you gotta bless that don't remove after. what you just said. You got to bless him after. <laughs> Why not bless him? You know what I mean? That's how I feel. I always try to hit people with a God bless to, you know what I mean? Neutralize I the situation. As soon as you get mad, yo, no lie. It's like a it's like a therapy thing. It's like a form of therapy. Mm-hmm. You get mad, you, get, you be heated. Somebody do some dumb shit. You just be like... God bless, man. That's on Twitter, when I away. when I wake up, when the first tweet is "I love you" before I read my mentions because mm-hmm. that puts me in a calm state to mm-hmm. read whatever the trolls was writing while I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Like that's when they, you know, flame my mentions when I'm asleep. They get a whole bunch of bars off. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up, I'll just say, "Good morning, everybody. I love you all. You're beautiful people. You're amazing. You know, enjoy your day." Then I read the bullshit. Um, you did radio. Yeah. What happened with radio? I was fired um, via text message. Shout out to that bullshit ass station. I will never mention y'all name ever. Um, They fired me via text Mm -hmm. while I was in jail. And what were you arrested for? I was arrested for trespassing, resisting arrest with violence and headbutting a police officer. Did you do this? No. Do I look, first of all, I'm, I got hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got hands. So I got hands. I don't even feel comfortable using other parts of my body to do anything to anybody. Like, that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. And I would never assault a police officer in 2000 motherfucking 15. They're killing people for mm-hmm. less shit than that. That's a fact. So why lie. am I still alive I if I did with them that shit? A lot and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, like why would why would I why would I do that? You know, mm-hmm. you know the, the, what what happened is, and this is the real shit. I speak up about the Black Lives Matter on Twitter. You know, I say a lot of stuff, and I feel a certain type of way about police officers. Yeah. Maybe you are a good cop, but for some reason, none of y'all are coming forward telling on these other ones. Exactly. So y'all all in the same boat, if you ask me. If you've never stood up and said that somebody's doing something wrong, because I know it's happening, mm-hmm. then you're just as guilty as everybody else. So I don't like none of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... A bunch of people were tweeting me saying how they were, they were cops and saying, like, the next time I see you, I'm going to choke slam your ass. I'm going to do this. They were, you know, and you don't mm-hmm. know if they're real cops. You know what I'm saying? But I'm at the game and it, we're playing the Bills. And I got a history with the Bills fans. Like, I talk shit about them on my radio show. I call Buffalo the armpit of America. You know, they don't like me. Mm-hmm. And I've had two physical altercations in Buffalo in three years. Mm-hmm. So we're playing the Bills at home. And I'm walking through the crowd trying to get around to my gate because I sit in the 72 clubs like the VIP. Mm-hmm. And you can only come into one gate. So I'm trying to get around there. They're throwing beer and shit. People are pushing me, talking shit. You know what I mean? They know who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to get through the crowd. Like, you know, I just need to get over here. Well, the shit gets too thick. So I pull out of it and I call the Dolphin security. And I'm like, yo, the shit's getting out of hand out here. Like, I need somebody to come get me with a golf cart. 
because I'm going to have to slap one of these fans. Like, y'all told me not to, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, put my hands on nobody or do nothing. Like, But I'm not I'm not going to, this ain't going to keep happening. Yeah. And I was a little bit pissed off. And so they was like, okay, well, we can't send a golf cart. It's too thick. Everybody's coming in. Can you walk back towards the tailgate, like behind the tailgaters, and t- and walk around? And I was like, and they was like, and we can meet you over there. And I was like, cool. And I had my homegirl with me, and I was like, okay, lock arms with me. Like, if anybody says anything or throw anything, like, just, like, just, we just got to get through it, you know? So I'm walking back to where I came from, and it's a cop standing right there. And I try to, like, sideways shimmy past him, like, excuse me, so I can go back where I came from. And he pushed me. Like, I almost fell because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an athlete. That's the only reason I actually didn't fall. And I got up and I said, why did you just push me? And he was like, yo, we're not letting nobody go this way. Go the fuck back the other way. And I was like, okay, cool. But what part of that means you need to put your hands on me? Mm-hmm. Like, you can just tell me to go the other way. And he was like, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, I said, why did you put your hands on me? You can just talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I and then, you know, he didn't say anything else, but his face told me he was on fire about it. So I walk away from him. I go back across the street, back where I came from, where the crowd is that was throwing shit at me, walking into the arena, the stadium. And the next thing I know, I'm pulling out my phone to call the Dolphins like, yo, they're not even letting people go back the other way. As soon as I pull my phone out, I get chokeslammed from behind. I think it's a Bills fan. I don't even know it's a fucking cop. And it's a dude? It's a dude. Wow. So I'm pissed. So, of course, I'm getting up because I'm, like, about to slam whoever. Because he, was, he wasn't big. He was a little nigga. Mm-hmm. So I'm big, I feel like I'm bigger than him based on how he is on my back. So mm-hmm. I'm getting up and, you know, just throwing. I'm, I'm like, trying to t- turn myself around to grab him. And then I just feel like a whole bunch of people just slam me to the ground hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have hit my face, but I broke my my fall with my elbow. And that's what was bleeding like shit because I like stopped myself. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, they, and I hear them saying, turn around, turn around. You you know, we about to hand, handcuff like some asking for cuffs. And I'm like, what the? These are cops. And I'm like, what the fuck y'all on me? Like, get the fuck off me. Like, what? Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm thinking that they saw a fight between two people and they're breaking it up. And I'm just getting the worst of it. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what's going on because I'm on my chest. And then they tell me, you're not even going to get arrested, blah, 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 blah. And then the fucking dude says, you just better stop talking that shit on Twitter um, about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what, what the, the So I'm offended right now. I'm motherfucking offended that I just got slammed to the ground and they're not arresting me. They're just telling, t- trying to rough me up and talk some shit to me. Mm-hmm. And so when I get up, here's the mistake I made. I told all of them I was suing every fucking one of them. And, and it was, and I was like, I don't give a fuck how much it costs me. I'm suing all y'all. And then is when the, one of the black cops was like, Ooh, shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. Now they finna make some bullshit ass charges up against you because they can't just let you go and then you file a lawsuit and their part their bosses are like what what happened why why you know why didn't mm-hmm. nobody report this exactly you see what I'm saying so they had to arrest me and they made everything up I never jumped over no fucking barrier I ain't never swinging no cop I'm not fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I was so mad that my fucking job fired me, didn't even ask my fucking side of the story or nothing. 
just fired me. And I'm like, damn, like that's some shit. Like mm-hmm. I was loyal. I was, I worked for free for a year for them mm-hmm. on the radio. No paycheck. Cause I don't need your check. My man is paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I started asking for a paycheck because I felt like if I'm giving these bars and my ratings is popping and all that, y'all got to give me something, mm-hmm. even though I don't need it. But you, then you think you going to just fire me? I was hot. I was hot about it. And everybody believed I did all this fuck shit. And I'm just like, damn, y'all ain't never heard of me doing no crazy shit. Oh, you never before. said nothing to them after that? To who? To the people who fired you. Yeah, they call, three days had passed and they kept texting me that I was fired and I wasn't responding. My nigga, I ain't going to keep, res- thanks, yeah, okay. Fuck mm-hmm. your text that I'm fired, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I left them shits where they were and they kept texting me and I guess they wanted to be sure that I knew. So my boss called me. It was like Wednesday. He called like, just so we're clear. Like, fuck you. I know I'm fired, nigga. I can read. Mm-hmm. You don't call my phone. You know, and I was mad at him because I felt like this This is another mistake I made. I got cool with that nigga. Like, the, my boss, like, we got cool. Mm-hmm. I took him to my taco spot. I don't take everybody to my taco spot, nigga. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And you going to just text me and fire me after we was cool as shit? We talked about shit off the, the job shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I shared a beer with you, my nigga. We talked about personal shit. And you can't even text or at least call me and be like, damn, you good? Mm-hmm. Like you, you okay? That shit like it hurt. What happened to you? This motherfucker got all corporate on me, and mm-hmm. and just so we're clear, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas start hitting you with that voice. Just so we're clear, and uh, all the particulars in order. Um, yeah, fuck uh, out of here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I sent that nigga email. Like since you want to be all corporate, I sent that nigga email telling him what the fucked up person he was, and the fact that we was friends and everything. The like, least you could have did, my niggas asked me if I was okay. You know what I'm saying? Now let's take a break from the show and talk about Bevel. We know you're smart because you're listening to this show. But why are you shaving smarter? What's wrong with you? Grow up, man. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. It's clinically proven to reduce, prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation, and abomination to the emancipation of proclamation. There's a reason 9 out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after month. Those multi-blade shavers is dirt. Why would you put that garbage on your face? The Bevel razors uses a single blade which cuts hair above the skin, not beneath, so you can avoid painful ingrown hairs. It gives you a smooth, bump-free shave. So why would you use anything else? Look, we know it goes down in the DMs. Y'all seen mine, but you can't show up with your face looking up like a poppy seed bagel. You understand? So do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. Do that IG honey a favor who DMs you in and get out of her DMs with that rough ass neck. You understand? Cop yourself a bevel shaving system. Start shaving smarter. Check out getbevel.com today and use promo code tax to get 20% off your first month. When you get your kit, tweet me. I want to know who you are. So go to getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Use promo code tax. You will not regret it. And now Back to the show. Yo, how do you feel as a whole about the safety, you know what I mean, of the NFL? And do you feel that they care about the players? No. Why would you? What? If you look at the CBA, you can tell they don't care about players. They knew about concussions decades ago, Mm -hmm. and they never 
did anything about it. They never brought it up. They didn't try to make sure that players had longer. Like when you retire, you have a certain amount of years that they cover you for insurance. A lot of people don't can't cover you if you don't have a job and you have all these mental illnesses and, and these injuries. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's expensive. And you would think that they would just at least extend the insurance process for players because that's what they need the most is the insurance afterwards for all the fucked up things that they went through making y'all billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I'm glad that that movie Concussions came out and people are starting to understand and realize what these players are putting their body through to make these, this money. And the NFL is just banking off of it. They fucking fine my nigga, my man, for fucking his socks not being evenly white and aqua. Five grand. <laughs> Like, are you serious? Evenly white. <laughs> you got to have this. It's measured. They will tape measure your shit. Mm-hmm. And but up, see here, you was three inches shy of your aqua, your sock rolled down. Like, you, mm-hmm. why? Why are they doing shit like that? Mm-hmm. It's stupid. They find all these ways to take their fucking money and then they don't give them guaranteed contracts. And then they dump you. As soon as your guaranteed money is up, they dump you and make you restructure. But God motherfucking forbid if you decide you want to hold out since your worth has gone up since they gave you a contract. Mm-hmm. They can get out of it if they want to, but you can't. Wow. It's crazy. I hope the NFL is extinct after my husband retires because he needs his check. <laughs> <laughs> But I just feel like at some point it's going to turn into flag football and nobody's going to want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You think that? People yeah, because love football. I, I know they do, but all, the only thing that's going to continue to happen is people are going to start realizing some of the dirty and shady and nasty things with my help that the NFL is doing and the players should be paid more. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy how they, how, it's just, it's bad. It's all bad. I'm, I'm going to save most of it for my book. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, she's writing a book. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, the book coming out is getting dangerous. Yeah, it's bull. Just know that. I'm just trying to get the money back that they owe my husband. That's all. Run I, that how back. How much you feel they owe him? I feel like every guarantee, every contract he has should have been guaranteed. So since it wasn't, and since since he sat on the bench for three, almost four years because he wasn't drafted, like, who gives a shit? They only want to start and draft the people of the big schools and big names because they got a, a, a behind-the-door handshake with the NCAA. Well, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Well, my nigga went to a small D2 school and balled, broke records, did all types of ignorant shit, but he didn't get drafted. So then as soon as he gets to the league, it's like, well, it's a pecking order. You wasn't drafted, you got to sit right here until all these niggas either – get washed mm-hmm. or, or you know what I'm saying, beat that girl, get kicked out the league, and then maybe you, you know, luckily run into a an opportunity. And you're only going to get one. And when you get that one opportunity, if you don't ball up, you don't have the, the game of your life or the, the year of your life, they get rid of you. But if you got drafted high, number one draft picks, or you could just shit the bed for a couple years and they're going to still give you another contract, but just on another team, just because you went to some big ass college. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It don't matter if you really a baller. Like, yeah, it does that on Sunday, but getting into it and getting your contract and all that shit, it's all business. NFL, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that it's misogynist? Like they don't have any, you know what I mean, female executives, things yeah. like that? 
They, you, you can tell by how they won't even let us talk about football. Every time I open my mouth or my tweets and talk about football, I get about 200 men telling me to shut the fuck up and get back in the kitchen. It doesn't even matter that I'm right. It doesn't matter that I studied this. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I have tits. Shut the hell up about football. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the women that I see on TV, they're kind of like what I call um, fluffers. Like they just say a lot of scripted stuff. Yeah. None of them really give their true opinion on a certain sport or like a certain play or, you know what I'm saying? They don't break down film. I, I'm starting to see say, um, Sage still do it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But in, as far as football, they don't let us do anything. They just want us to go out there with a mic and interview somebody and ask questions that they already asked us beforehand to ask. That's it. Thoughts on Chip Kelly. He got rid of the black players. Mm. I, you know what? Where there's smoke, there's generally fire. <laughs> so if, if, if more than one person said it, he, it, it might. There's some truth to it. I'm not going to go all the way out and everything about Chip Kelly is true, but mm. there's probably some truth to it. Yeah? You feel that way? Yeah. I, you know, I, I do feel that way. I feel like there's a lot of racist people in these positions. And, at, at, you know, some sometimes we get a, a little lucky and they show us. And they start getting rid of black players. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They hide it as well as they can. And then suddenly they do oh, something racist. shit, yo. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Just got to be ready for those signs and watch them. Yeah, I, I like the, I like the, you know, I like the bold racists. I don't like closet racists. Yeah, those are, I'm scared to death of them motherfuckers. Yeah, you don't know what they're gonna That's do. That's why if I find out, I get away from you so fast. I'd be like, oh shit, this, this motherfucker hated me the whole time. You <laughs> <laughs> would have killed me one day, you know. What I mean? But I don't know, man. You know what bold races come with? Like you know what it is with them. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like my enemies. That's I love enemies because I know what to expect from you. I'm scared right. of my friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So that's how yeah. I go. I ain't scared of my enemies. But um, domestic violence in the NFL. Mm. Ray Rice. Another reason I hate the NFL. They What's knew. They saw that video before any of us saw it, and they knew about it. And they decided to give him the half million dollar fine and however many games. They were content with that, seeing that footage, Mm -hmm. so long as it didn't go public. Mm -hmm. Because when it goes public, then you get the fake outrage of Mm -hmm. everybody that really don't care about her. don't give a fuck. Don't give a shit about her or him. How could you? Oh, my God. And and they just. Yo, that's the. Yo, wow. (laughs) It's really a fucking fake outrage. Because motherfuckers don't care. They don't care. At all. And that, that week. Or two weeks, yeah, however long it lasts, and they just go in yep. just to do it. And then they're done with They're over with. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I feel like... Nobody when, sent her no cards, no get-wells. Yeah, I um I actually spoke about this um on another person's radio show, and I was talking about how, you know, I like to keep out of people's business. Like, mm-hmm. she forgave him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, you, 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 oh, she's probably a battered woman. She's yeah, making exactly. poor decisions. That's what got me tight. I was like, motherfucker, don't start thinking for people. You don't do that. Yeah. Motherfuckers out here thinking for people. I remember when that shit happened. They was like, I'm like, listen, she bitch look happy to me. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. She looks very happy. <laughs> you don't know 
know what they're doing behind closed doors, what, what type of relationship they have. You don't know who she is. She might be washing him indoors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen it. Like, you know what I mean? The, the only part of that video that actually offended me, like, I know couples fight. I know men hit women. Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's things that you do and then there's how you do it. When she knocked out, it, he didn't really have any, like, concern. You know what I'm saying? There was no urgency to get it was medical like, Bitch, you attention. Dead, you dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> that was the only part that really pissed me off because I, I, I just I was wanted like, him oh, to care. Oh, yeah. some fake ruthless or the low. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted him to care, and he didn't care, and that kind of pissed me off. But other than that, once she said she forgave him and she was over. Shout out to Ray Rice. Don't fuck me up. <laughs> I was done with it. Same thing with um Hardy. Everybody was like, oh, those bruises, and he beat his girl. And I'm like, she took money to never tell y'all what, like, go in the court of law and talk about it. Exactly. She took money. So shut the fuck up. I, I just feel like if she's willing, I would never do that. If somebody beat me like that, you're not paying me off. I'm going, I'm going to court. But I'm not going to judge her. I don't know what, why she did that. I don't know her situation. But she took the money. Therefore, she stopped everybody from being able to say anything or or have him, you know, guilty of anything. I don't understand why people just take the liberty of just owning other people's problems. And it ain't even other yeah. people's problems because it ain't a problem for them. Right. You over here creating the problem. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, shut the fuck up and fall back. Mind your business. <laughs> mind your business, yo. Yeah. I always tell niggas that, man. Niggas in the hood, I done seen people mind their business mad times and die. Like, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? And die. That fast. Mind your, you, They mind their business and then they died. You understand what I'm saying? Chill out, man. Relax, man. Mind your fucking business, beloved. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Too much fake outrage going on out here. Yeah, that's all it really is with everything. You're right. You're Twitter right. gave, Twitter me, gave I be the, having the fake nobody. outrage with certain shit, too. Because <laughs> I catch myself two weeks later, I don't even give a fuck, matter of fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have that right. And I be heated. But I ain't gonna lie. Every time motherfucker die out there, man, I be mad as a motherfucker. And the reason is because I always know that could have been me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. I fought police every time I was arrested. Like, every arrest that I have is attached to me assaulting the officer also. Like, because I just never was easy He's, with just yeah. giving myself up. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you gotta work for this check. You ain't, you ain't just arresting me. <laughs> You're not just going to get me yeah. come, come voluntarily, you just peacefully. Not, yeah, you're just not going to lasso me like I'm cattle. Like, <laughs> you got to get a fight out of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. Now let's take a break from the show and talk about Squarespace. I grew up rough. I don't know anything about coding. So when it came to start building my site for the podcast, the only one I could use was Squarespace. I'm like, what do I do, beloved? They say, yo, man, go to Squarespace and you lit. I have a family and can't be in these streets with an unprofessional website. I needed something I could do on my own, but that would also look great. Squarespace has a state-of-the-art technology that provides easy-to-use tools to build your website. It's so easy to use that even I can build a site with only one of my eyes working. You even get a free domain when you sign up for a year. And Squarespace 24-7 support will never leave you hanging. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use offer code tax to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for tax season. We thank Squarespace for their support of tax season. Squarespace built it beautiful. Are you are you afraid that you could like get your husband in trouble by your your views and opinions? 
Um, a lot of people think this and, and, and think that I'm afraid of it. And this is how I feel because my husband has been in the league 10 years. He, um, he didn't, the last two contracts have been big contracts for him. But before that, he wasn't really making any money. They weren't, he was making a lot of spectacular plays. He was doing all this incredible stuff. He went to the Pro Bowl and they just always choose, chose to ignore all the great things that he was doing. Mm -hmm. He wasn't one of their favorites. And people don't know this, but if you don't become one of their little golden boys, nobody's going to offer you endorsements. You're not going to be getting, my husband makes about $7,500 an hour for autographs and pictures and all that. The other players, $20,000, you want him to show up, twenty grand. Other, You know what I'm saying? Bigger name players and all this stuff. And, he, and, and it's like they have fucked up our money for so long that we're over it. I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, man, I, he, I, I've been trying to muzzle you and not let you say how you feel for so long to maybe see if they're going to give me a, give him a chance. Yeah. See if they'll, if he keeps doing dope shit, keeps, you know what I'm saying? Balling, blah, blah, blah. One day they'll accept him as an equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just never happened. I'm like, why am I quiet if it's not even benefiting us? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You stay quiet when, when niggas is handing you checks for nothing and all that type of shit. That's not happening to us. What he's getting is his paycheck. Mm -hmm. That's what he earned and that's what he deserves. They're not giving him anything extra. So fuck y'all. I'm going to say what I want to say because you shut up when you're getting extra stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you play nice and you don't expose certain things. You don't get mad about certain things because it's happening to you. I'm not going to get mad at my husband getting extra checks just because he was drafted high, even though he's sorry. I'm going to shut up and collect my check. You know what I'm saying? So I don't shade nobody else that don't speak out like I do, mm -hmm. but they won't give him anything but his check. And so long as he's doing his job, he's going to get his check, mm -hmm. period. Is he going to get something extra? No. Well, guess what? The motherfuckers wasn't giving it to him anyway. He's still not recognized to this day for the greatness that he's done. He had a sick-ass interception last year in Detroit. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. Okay? Do you know they played it for oh, like two or three times that week it happened and never played it again? And now? It was in October of last year. Mm -hmm. And now it's on their Super Bowl commercial. But they wanted to beat Odell Beckham's dick off because of his catch, which was dope too. Mm -hmm. But that's a golden boy. You know what I'm saying? LSU, shout out to them. Because they all they be balling, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But his catch, they was like, this is already our golden boy. You know what I'm saying? He's balling. Fuck what Brent Grimes did. We finna hop on this. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at both of those catches, and I'm going to show you before we leave up out of here, mm -hmm. they're both dope catches. But the fact that my husband's was an interception, meaning... It wasn't thrown to him. Yeah, exactly. It was thrown to a 6'5", 240-pound nigga that he been wrestling with all game. You know what I'm saying? And went up and left earth one-handed and went and got the shit and pulled it in. Mm -hmm. Big play. And y'all just ignored it. Why? Because he ain't your golden boy. Mm -hmm. So I got a problem with that. So I feel like I should be able to say what I want to say. Period. I always felt like that, too. I always felt like, well, most leagues, I'm not going to just say the NFL, like they just got their set pick of dudes yeah. that they always going to Always going to rep and promote. Faces, like, you know what I mean? Regardless of how hard you go, 
Because I remember, like, even with the NBA, I used to watch a lot of basketball. I used to be like, yo, some of these fucking white boys is wowing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, these them niggas from overseas that was hitting them threes and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? But motherfuckers still wouldn't get interviewed after. Right. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> You're not the guy. Exactly. You still, they still going to ask LeBron. If, the, if LeBron scored two points, they still going to ask LeBron. <laughs> and you scored 40, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I understand. Damn. So, like, do you want to, like, ever just walk up in, the, like, the NFL building and just air that shit out? Nah, I really don't. I just really, <laughs> what I want to do, honestly, I want to be able to talk about sports. Like, I want to do live commentating. I want a sports TV show. Yeah. I, wanna, I want my, my, my knowledge of sports, particularly the NFL, to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of people thinking that I got my job because of my husband. I had a radio show before I ever met him Mm -hmm. for two years. He used to listen to me in his car on the AN station, like in his driveway. Mm -hmm. We were dating. But people are always just saying, oh, she only got her job. Brent, was you jerking off to your wife on the radio? (laughs) Was you listening to your wife on the radio before she was your wife beating off, beloved? (laughs) And I also want whoever, if you do play in the NFL, if you plan on being in this league, I feel like you should know everything. I feel like you should know what you're getting yourself into because it's a bad situation. Like if you just love football, you must play football. But don't I'm tired of seeing people and meeting people and they're like, dang, I didn't even know that it was like this when they're already in the league. Nobody's telling them before they get there. You're in college and they're not telling you that these are the things that you're going to face if you don't get drafted. This is how it's going to go. You're going to get one shot. If you are drafted, this is how it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, there's nobody, like, prepping them for the bullshit that comes with it. If you really start balling, they might sub you out just so you don't get the extra check that you're supposed to get because you're balling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They should know these type of things. They should understand what's going on with these guaranteed contracts and it, all this stuff that somebody needs to be telling them. And the people that are talking to them are all from the NFL before they get to the league. So they're not going to tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell them whatever they need to tell them so that they come in prepped and ready for the bullshit that's in front of them. Period. And that's not reality. How many players have you just seen like fucked out of everything? What do you mean? As far you as seem, contracts? You seem like it's not just the scorn from y'all situation. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it seems like it's from yeah. witnessing it a couple times. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have a lot of friends that, you know, like, what is, I don't like to tell other people's business and stories. You know what I'm saying? Because I yeah. just feel it's, it's disrespectful because I don't want nobody to tell my story. But what I can tell you is I've seen a lot of people, you know, lose contracts and, and, and get get fucked out of, you know, bonuses and incentives and stuff that that could have. There's a lot of guys playing in the NFL that are broke. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that. So they're playing for those bonuses and those incentives because they didn't already fuck their money up and didn't mm-hmm. handle it right. So then when you see a team not give them their bonus and all the stuff that they really need to like fucking just stay afloat. And then they start snapping and doing dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Doing drugs and and trying to trying to go out and do other things that don't have nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying, football. It's I'm not I'm not giving them any type of out or anything, but it 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 gets to you, you know what I'm saying? When somebody's fucking you over for your money and stuff is happening to you and you don't know how to handle it because you already was kind of slow, maybe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, 
people just do, you know what I mean? It's just not fair. It's just not fair. And Yo, I just. Tell them bring the chicken up, Jonathan. Oh, that chicken's bomb. Bring that fucking blue ribbon up, beloved. We got boxes of blue ribbon, man. Shout out to Postmates. Yeah, I just I just <laughs> get offended for everybody. Like, you know, all my people and I hear stories and I get a lot of DMs from people telling me stuff that's happened to them. I speak to a lot of wives via DM and mm. you know, I have like a, an advice column in my DMs. I didn't I didn't ask for it. I didn't start it, but mm -hmm. a lot of wives DM me and, and give me situations and stuff they're going through with their man and ask for my advice and opinion and and I and I give them I give it to them. You know what I'm saying? I keep up with them. I check on them. I don't even know these women. Never met them before nothing. Mm -hmm. They could be lying. They could be not who they saying, but I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'll look at their page and I'm like, oh, okay. Like I see her post a picture with him. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. But if, you know, they come to me for advice because they, they feel me. They like, you know, I can't really stand up with you, my nigga, because my nigga don't let me do what your nigga let you do. But we support you. Mm. Like we feel you. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm doing for everybody. That's beautiful, yo. <laughs> You're like the, um, the scorned NFL wife savior. <laughs> or like the guardian angel of the... <laughs> I don't know what it is, but who? I didn't know I was going to be here. I didn't, I didn't. I never thought I would marry a football player, for real. Yeah? But, you thought I was going to be a basketball player? Yeah, I did. Some nigga I, off the Nuggets? The Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, but the funny thing is because I, I don't like people that don't like basketball. And he actually likes basketball way more than he likes football. Yeah. Like he he wanted to he wanted to go to the NBA, and he's actually talented enough. But he was thinking about his height, and so he was like, "I probably have a better chance at playing corner in the NFL than playing point guard in the NBA mm. because he's he's just shy of five ten. You know what I'm saying? So he made the right choice. But we hoop like he. That's kind of how he got me because when I saw he could hoop. I was like, oh. It really was loving basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It oh, was. Like the, the hooping the hooping got me. I was just like, oh my God. And he kept passing me the ball too. Ooh. I get excited. <laughs> he kept passing you the ball. <laughs> yes. Any man that that, you know, will feed me the ball, because I'm a shooter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So all I want to do is shoot all the balls. So oh, I'll bring it down and shoot funny. it. But if you pass it to me, I'll love you even more. <laughs> nah, that's funny as hell. <laughs> Loving motherfucking basketball, yo. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna start being like, yo, yo, we gonna go on a date to the basketball court. <laughs> See a bitch say, bitch, be like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know, right? What's your thoughts on um on steroids and growth hormones and things of that nature? Um, I don't know anything positive about steroids outside of getting swole. Uh, so yeah. I don't really see why people would want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't make you stronger necessarily in the right ways. It just makes you more swole and you know what I mean? Like, and then you have to keep taking them. Like you can't just after that. I think that shit is more of a mental thing than anything. I think once you take it, you it makes you swole, but in your mind, you start believing that you made stronger. And I think that's where like roid rage come from. Like it was this white dude in my hood named um, Ron Gotti. <laughs> I had just told dudes on Facebook, like, yo, slap the shit out Ron Gotti when you see him, because Ron Gotti's a racist, and Ron Gotti grew up around us, always hung, well, not always hung around us, he started, like, hanging around us, and, you know, he had traces 
of, you know what I mean, being that type of person. But now that he's like moved away and got a different life, he's on Facebook like expressing his racism on a different oh. level. Go slap Ron Gotti. Um, he's on Facebook. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I <laughs> wait a back to Ron Gotti. Yo, motherfucker, Ron Gotti, so I see you. <laughs> yo, son, yo, if I see Ron Gotti, son. Yo, I'm telling you. Yo, if y'all niggas see Ron Gotti and y'all don't slap Ron Gotti, I'm going to slap the shit out, y'all. Niggas better slap fire out Ron Gotti. When y'all say, I just seen Cream the other night in the hood. Cream said, yo, when I see Ron Gotti, and I talked Cream, I was like, yo, Cream, don't slap that nigga, son. And I thought about that shit on the way home. I said, niggas got to slap the shit out Ron Gotti. You got to get slapped. Because <laughs> he really think he's tough because his last name Gotti. Niggas will slap fire out you. Fuck is you talking? Don't go fuck about no gaudy shit, no fucking Italian mafia, pussy ass white niggas with fucking grease in their hair. Fuck out of here. Yo, that shit get me tight. Yo, I, I hate stereotypes, and that's why I be coming to people so rough. Yo, fuck white dudes with grease in their hair, with silk shirts, with their shirt open. Niggas don't believe in that shit. Fuck you. Fuck your 38. Fuck all uh, that it, shit. Uh, excuse me. Italian mafia, I do not... Um represent these comments. Them niggas is pussy. <laughs> Them niggas are shooting pussy niggas. That's what I keep telling motherfuckers. Stop, stop beefing with pussy people, man. That's what the Italian mafia was doing. They was picking on pussy dudes, picking on civilians, the own cleaners and shit like that, acting like they was doing some gangster, gangster shit, shit, running down on old men who just want to stand up for their family, shooting them with 38s. Fuck out of here, you fat <laughs> pussy motherfuckers. Who else? Cause there's some more pussy gangs out there too. Yo, I'm yo, y'all little blood niggas. Yo, lo, check this out. Yo, what's this little this little nigga Benji 800 got punked by Casanova? Yo, go check out Casanova, Big B's, and um um what's the kid name? I forgot your name. Um, they did a record. They got a record out. Little scammer record. Shit is beautiful, right? Benji 800 kid. I put the video up on my Instagram. This kid. Comes out, says some shit about swipers, and the dude said he swiped and punked the dude all the way. The moral of the story is, stop fucking talking loud in front of these crowds because you a fucking rapper. You are a rapper, and don't forget that. You understand? Stop thinking that you some fucking gangster because you're not no gangster. Nigga gonna hit me in a DM talking about, yo, you condone that shit you just posted? Yo, take that down, and we gonna make you take that down. I said, who informed this kid, man? Who... <laughs> Who told you that it was okay to send me that? Who told you? Who told you, yo, nah, it's sweet. That nigga ain't with. Who told you that? Because he don't care about you. That nigga's dumb. He sent you on a fucking kamikaze mission. What is wrong with people? Why would you do that? Like, you could have easily hit me up like, yo, bro, I spoke to the nigga. It wasn't that serious, yo. It's over. Yo, could you take that down? I would have took it down. I wouldn't even responded to you. I would have just took it down. You dig what I'm saying? But you're going to write me like you some fucking boss and then going to say, yeah, you from East New York, right? Like you uh knew where I laid like, nigga, come through. <laughs> Link the fuck up, you little dumb motherfucker. Yo, Benji 800, guess what? Guess what happened to you just now? You fucked your whole career up. Yo, shout out to Spliff Star. Spliff Star hit me. He told me, he was like, yo, I fuck with him, whatever. But when I, he, you called me after, I told him, I said, yo, if he apologized, I'll take it down. I spoke to you, and you was like getting like boisterous and shit. And I told you, I said, all right, watch. You understand know what I'm saying? So that's why I posted shit again, you know what I mean? Just to remind you that you a bozo, 
you know, Benji 800, you little bozo. Yo, everybody go to his page and call him bozo underneath his shit. It's Benji, <laughs> B-E-N-J-I dot 800. Go on to his page and just say bozo. Did you know what I'm saying? Nigga's a little young bozo and he think he tough. I'm a slap the shit out you when I see you and whoever with you. I don't care who with you. You better have the toughest nigga with you every time you out. Bring that little, the little tough dark skin nigga with the ashy sneakers. Bring him out with you because I'm going to dust him too. I'm telling you. Like, I don't know who informed you, you little dumbass kids, man. Stop playing with me, son. I don't play like that, son. Like, I would have easily took that shit down. You got punked on camera. I put it up. What? You got punked. Why you don't get mad at the nigga that punked you? You mad at me. <laughs> Stop misdirecting your fucking energy. Edie, I mean. You mad at me for calling Tupac a rat. You, fu- you fuck you, nigga. You ain't do nothing to fucking Jimmy Hinchman, nigga. He a rat. Your man hated him his whole career. Stop misdirecting energy, you pussy niggas. I'm the wrong nigga. Don't do that. I don't like that shit, man. But God bless. <laughs> Back to um, Sister Miko. You know, I, I mean? love that. Sometimes, rant. you know, I don't know what that the fuck happened. That's what happens I mean to me. On, express myself sometimes. That's you know what, what happens I mean? to me on Twitter. What you just said, it usually come out in about 140 50, characters. Yeah, fifty tweets. <laughs> Like 50 tweets, I just snap on people, and I just be nah, like, Ooh. somebody emailed me an article you was in, like. Look at this, bro. I was like, oh, shit. I be snapping. My husband went to the Pro Bowl last year, and they janked the MVP from him just because he's not one of their boys. I was hot about it. Like, what? He was balling in the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. Balling. I think he had five pass deflections, which he averaging about 20 a season. So he had five in one game, and he had an interception that really pretty much sealed the win for his team, and they gave the doggone award to J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt was on all the billboards and the posters for the Super Bowl, which comes right after the Pro Bowl. And I was like, what the fuck? But do, do, do you think, it, do, does Brent have, a, does he have a, like a good agent? Like, is it yeah, like an does. agent thing? Brent is, is, Brent does not like attention. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to be made a fuss over. You know what I'm saying? So he could never be J.J. Watt. He could never be like the guy that's showing up and shaking all the hands and kissing the babies and mm-hmm. shucking and jiving and everything is, is, is for the cameras and you play to him. He's not that dude. He want to play football. He want to play football, get his check. If you like what he's doing and you want him to endorse something, cool. But he's not finna jump through hoops and, 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 and ride monkeys around. He's not doing none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So there's really nothing for them to really look kind of market. People would have to come to him. And the people that have come to him, he's done it. But he's not going to try to get people's attention. He was on social media for about a year. I've talked to him, just trying to get him. It's like, come on, babe. Just, you got a lot of fans. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, I don't. Nobody knows my name and blah, blah, blah. And he got on Twitter. And and then he was, you know, he was like, oh, people really do like me. It was kind of (laughs) cool. And then somebody caught a ball on him. That, that the fans didn't appreciate that he let somebody score this this or that, and they just torched him, like, right after that. 
And that was it for Done. Me. That was <laughs> He's it. He's like, this is stupid. I'm never fucking with the social media shit. But he just doesn't understand how people that don't even know what happened in the play, because everybody thinks that they will just kill you. Watch, yeah, you, you watch the game. Because I will. I jump in that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck you, Brent. <laughs> yeah, you watch, you're watching the game, and you don't know what really happened. You don't know what defense they were in. You don't know if mm-hmm. somebody else was supposed to actually be there, and he was covering somebody. You don't know all that stuff, and you just instantly blame him from something. And he's never going to go out in the media and say, well, actually, that touchdown that was on me was the other nigga's fault because he didn't know to play. He wasn't where he was supposed to be, and I just covered for him, and I got score. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that. That's a respect thing. If, if it happened to you, you just eat it. You know what I'm saying? And so he eats a lot of plays that really aren't his fault, and people just bash him for it. They just went crazy. And he was like, this, they don't even know what happened. Like, and he's like, I'm off it. And just never tweeted again. <laughs> wow. He yeah, does have Brent, an Instagram. Yo, Brent, come back to Twitter, beloved. It's all right, <laughs> man. We going to hold you down, man. Yeah, he just really, and then the fans get mad at him because. I'm a one-man army on Twitter. <laughs> I go against 700,000 people every day. <laughs> you do. You definitely do. <laughs> I'll be beefing with armies, the feminists, Black Everybody. Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, KKK, <laughs> ISIS, Bloods, Crips, folks, Gangster Disciples, BDs, GDs, and, <laughs> Ma- and, and the Italian Mafia. <laughs> the Italian Mafia, the little fat pussy niggas with 38s. Yeah, that motherfucker's mad slow. You don't watch these niggas in movies? I'm like, how you ain't gonna kill these niggas? You ain't see them walking up? Fat nigga with mad pasta on his breath for mad Alfredo. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's why I don't like the niggas be glorifying them niggas. I be like, man, fuck them pussy motherfuckers. Like, they ain't do shit. All they did was do some shit that you ain't do. You ain't do it because you probably know you was capable of it. You understand what I'm saying? But if you know what you capable of, you ain't afraid of nobody that's doing no shit that you capable of. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a Swiss Army knife, motherfucker. I come up here, I do a podcast, and then I drop kick you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to um, Combat Jack and motherfucking the Paul Father, um, OG Chris Morrow out there um, pissing rocks and shit. You know what I mean? Um, Miko, Miko, we got to get you on Loudspeaker Networks. We going to get you a podcast because, Swag. you know, fuck all that. Um, yes. Fuck that other radio station, pussy ass niggas. Know hey, I mean? yeah, fuck Link em. up. If y'all got an issue, y'all know where we at. Andrew Link Moon, up. We here. You know what I mean? Holla Link at, up. Listen, all you do, you get to the door, you ask motherfucking Samir where I'm at, and he going to tell you pull up, and then ooh <laughs> Ooh-wop. There you go. Ooh-wop, <laughs> two shots to your hip hop yes. head. <laughs> you know what I mean? You dig it? I'm saying. Nah, I, we gotta really, we gotta get you on a podcast. Like, I feel like really I'm a podcast, podcast type of, of reporter nah, anyway. For real. Yeah, you need this type of, you need this type of outlet because you know you speak your mind. We need people like you. You know what I mean? That's why I like Charlemagne. Charlemagne. You know what I mean? Put me in a position because he know I speak my mind. Charlemagne speak his mind. That motherfucker don't really be holding back, man. I be I be like, damn. Sometimes he say shit, and I be like, damn, you son. Should you like have said it, yeah. that? You know what I mean? But I him, do he don't hold back don't much. Care. He might be holding back a little bit because he getting a couple extra checks and shit. You know what I mean? But right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's still out here. He bleaching his face and shit. He oh out my here God. dipping his face in buckets of bleach. He doing that. <laughs> Shout out to Charlemagne. <laughs> what up, Charlemagne? I be going at him. <laughs> Charlemagne's funny though. Yeah, he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah. That's a fact. But we need to get you on a mother. You need your own podcast. Yes, on I do. Speaker. 
I really do. Yeah, loudspeaker is welcome, man. If you want to get a podcast, go to Loudspeaker. Hit Combat Jack tomorrow on Twitter and say, Combat Jack, I want to do a podcast. Combat Jack will give you a podcast tomorrow. He don't care. He don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker going to be tight. Right? They're going to be getting mad tweets. Why you do that? From niggas in Nebraska. <laughs> Shout out to niggas in Nebraska. I be saying a lot about y'all. Nah, but... <laughs> But yo, Miko, I'm definitely happy to have you on here. Thank you. Tax season. Miko Grimes. Appreciate it. Thank you. We're gonna get you a motherfucking podcast on the station. Yes. And you're gonna you're gonna rip this shit apart. You're gonna come at the NFL and we gonna fucking slander these motherfuckers any chance we get because they're disrespectful to their business and they're using these motherfucking kids, you know what I mean? And these adults with these fucked up contracts, you know what I mean? And motherfuckers is out here and they retiring half dead and don't got no insurance, you know what I mean? And they bones is brittle mm -hmm. and they brains swole, you understand what I'm saying? And they girl left. And a girl leaving, you understand what I'm saying? To go get an NBA nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Guaranteed money. With some guaranteed money. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to the bitches even guaranteed money. You understand what I'm saying? So we just need to that's it. We lit. Tax season. This episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.